the second installment of Why Did He Choose to Talk with Accordion Players three episodes in a row? Last time it was Dark and Dusty, next time it'll be Yeti Swart, a.k.a. Jet Black Pearl, and this time it's our old friend Courtney Vandrelli. Bela Balog, his collaborator of a couple of decades in groups like Three Leg Torso, was supposed to be here too, but he had a gig tossed his way at the last minute. They're working on a new holiday show called The Elves of Frostland, The Next Generation, featuring film segments directed by Bela. It'll be at the Alberta Rose Theater December 17th. Let's do some catching up with the ever-clever Courtney Vondrelli. There's silence, and suddenly there's speech. Behold. <laughs> I haven't seen you for a long time. It's been a long time. We talked on the phone like a year ago or so. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what did we say? Well, you know, I don't want to quote us verbatim, <laughs> but it's better to see you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And perhaps we're we're trying to uh, analyze with our previous guest. Yes. Uh, Yeti Swart. Oh, one of my favorites. Why I booked three accordion players in a row for this podcast? I don't know why. Did did you well? Did Yeti have any theories? No, she doesn't know me. I know you have a doctor's appointment coming up. <laughs> it might be something to mention. Although I believe you were overcome with good taste. Ah, that's possible. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I'm voting for that good possibility. You know, I, I just I hadn't noticed it before, but over the past few years. There have been much, much, many more accordionist jokes. Uh, it's true. And, and you know, I, well, of course, I tell a few. But Bela has a huge passion for them. In fact, some of our shows really? are, have a lot of accordion jokes in them. And Like what, for instance? Well, actually, this show that we're about to put on, uh -huh. The Elves of Frostland, The Next Generation, <laughs> we, we are trapped in this area of the globe called Frostland, very wintry, mm -hmm. where elves supposed to be making toys. And as we try to break out in the snowy winter, mm -hmm. I trade my snowshoes for an accordion. Oh. And it ends up that, well, the other guys in the band, TJ, mm -hmm. Bill Athens, and Bela, could make it out fine. The, everyone has to stay because without snowshoes, I've caused <laughs> us all to stay. So... In a way, the the accordion is what the whole story circles around. <laughs> <laughs> but not everyone will agree with that. But without the accordion, we need another reason. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it's kind of like bagpipes and drummers. Drum. There's many. There's tons and of tons of drummer jokes. Tons of drummer jokes. And with with all these jokes. Well, I don't know about accordion jokes, but there's usually, <laughs> at least at least with drummer jokes, sometimes there is an area of truth in that drummers, and I know many drummers, and they're my good friends, but sometimes they're a different breed. <laughs> <laughs> and what are accordionists then? Well, we go back to this good taste. There are, pe <laughs> there are, pe there are people that grew up in a in a well cultured environment, <laughs> and I don't mean mold. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, does mold grow very well in accordions? Unfortunately. Does it? You know, and no joking aside, you know, <laughs> old accordions, if they smell, they're usually oh. 
they're usually too old. Something I don't know. Quite well, you could say you that about it. anyone. Well, you could. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, and I'm fond of people, but I really like accordions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So, uh, are you playing only accordion in this show? At, at, uh, uh, it's up Alberta Rose. Yeah, right? it's yeah. Alberta Rose Cedar, yeah. December seventeenth and eighteenth. Yes. And we'll have a we'll have a, a we'll link. The, the identity yeah. stuff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I at this point I think I only play accordion in the show. We're I, I'm we're collectively working on the music at this point, and there was a while where I was maybe going to play a little guitar. Really? But I think we're steering in another direction. Ah. Yeah. Ah. And I got to say, honestly, Tom, I love the accordion. I really do. And the pandemic, as challenging as it has been in many mm -hmm. ways, presented a lot of time for me to play more accordion. Really? And I really, I, I, I like I deepened my relationship. Like an accordion is, is a friend. Yeah. And and I we got a much better friendship going on as a result of all that. You know, I talked to a lot of guys who uh um like uh what's his name? Um the bass player from I mean the Barry player from uh Los Lobos. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. He he totally relearned how to play the, the, the baritone sax. Over over the pandemic. Over the pandemic. Steve Berlin. Steve Berlin, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. There's a bunch of people who who are like that. That got some woodshed time i mean it, no but i mean drastically changed their approach how they're doing it yeah 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 i mean in that sense i felt a little bit like it was when i was in college and a music student you got time to like work on this thing instead of i like going to the gig but yeah. if you're if you're always going to the gig you kind of don't have as much time for a sort of exploration yeah. and sort of growth so huh. it, it was it was sweet i'm glad to hear that that steve and as you say other people found some found some positive avenues down there yeah aren't you sick of talking about that well talking about the pandemic yeah well n yes and no i mean it, it's real it's like it's affected the way things are now yes yeah and yes. It, in and it's what gave birth to this show because ah. we couldn't do any gigs uh -huh. and we're like mm, what are we what are we going to do and Bela had been getting into filmmaking, and the Alberta Rose was was doing live, you know, live streams. Chuck did an amazing job with that 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 venue over the pandemic. They multiple cameras, and, yes, and they did a lot of stuff. And then they had that sort of subscription service, mm -hmm. lots mm -hmm. of good stuff. So we were talking to Adam, and he's like, "Hey, you mm -hmm. guys, you know, do you want to do a Christmas broadcast?" Yeah, and we. Uh, with Bela's passion for film and sort of, mm -hmm. you know, live streams were fascinating at first uh -huh. and, and hard to maintain your interest after a while, I, I found. Not always, but. Yeah. So yeah. we made this movie, The Elves of Frost, then the first time. Yeah. And th this spawned this idea that we were, we'd been invited somewhere else by this jolly man in a red suit to be these elves and make toys. <laughs> And it didn't work out, you know. <laughs> Things were cold. We didn't have heating. We were, we were essentially frozen <laughs> and stuck, and we got in a bad mood. And we discovered that playing music was the way to build our camaraderie uh. back and build heat. So that was the birth of the show. So the pandemic, I'm not going to – I don't have – I'd rather the pandemic didn't happen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, but it, the, the world is different as a result of it. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. 
So, and then the, the next year things were better and we could do a live show. Yeah. And this is our third year of doing the show. So, yeah. and as the second year came around, we started inviting guests. Uh-huh. And this year we've got many of the same guests as last year, some of our favorite folks. You know Yeti Swart. Yes. Jet Black Pearl. Correct. Uh, do you know her husband, the amazing Bubble Man? Bubble Man, yes. Yeah, Bubble Man. See, I, didn't, I, I, I was always fascinated with her. Yeah. Uh, and what she did, and, and and I know that she played with this bubble man, but I had no idea they were married. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's not advertised when they advertise the bubble man. Show. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But uh, two wonderful people, and also both super talented. Mm-hmm. And then we've got uh, you probably had Pepe Raphael on this. I I had him I had him come in here. Matter of fact, uh, or maybe it was the last one I did before I came back in here. But it was uh, he's. No, I know. He, he came in. He came in. Oh, he's wonderful. He's a delight. Yeah. And he, I mean, yeah. he's a delight not on stage. He's a delightful guy. Yeah. But you put him on stage. That guy is full of entertaining electricity. Absolutely. Yeah. Entertaining yeah. electricity and talent. Yeah. And and so we're, we're always happy. We've we've done various things with him over the years, and it's always it's beautiful, and it's a, like I really extra appreciate it because I get to hang out with Pepe. Yes, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know, uh, you know, uh, about his background as a dancer. Many I mean, he people, came up. Yeah, I mean that, that was his thing. That's, that's why he came, came to Portland to be with the um, the, the Portland Portland uh, Ballet, Ballet Theater, something like that. Yeah, yeah. O, uh, OBT was the Oregon Ballet Theater. Yes, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm, I'm speaking for Pepe a little bit here, <laughs> but we were driving up to Mount Hood together to do some filming for this this show because there's uh-huh. a film element to the show. Yeah. And I was driving with Pepe, and we got into, like, his background. Yeah. And he said that his his first kind of gig was as a boxer. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, he was promoted by this boxing place in Spain, and he, he they thought he had talent, and he got into the ring. He did poorly, but he could tell <laughs> what he really liked was the, the audience response. Oh. <laughs> and so he felt like he had to put himself in a situation where he could have that relationship to the audience. And, and of course, we're all glad it's not boxing. Yes. <laughs> you didn't box, did you? I, I didn't find my way to the, the squeeze box through that, boxing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. There was a famous boxer who, I mean, no, he's not going to put it another way. A very famous musician who, when he was lived in Portland, was a boxer, and it's the great Lee Dorsey. Lee Dorsey was a boxer. A boxer and, and, in Portland. In Portland. Yes. I had no idea. I know. He was also a great body and fender repairman. <laughs> it's true. He was a, a good guy to know. He apparently had the most famous body and fender shop in New Orleans. Wow. <laughs> Why do I remember that? I can't remember anything else. Well, that's a good story. <laughs> yeah, it is. It it's is. a good one to remember. Yeah. And as a, po- a poet friend of mine used to say, I tell stories and some of them are true. <laughs> and, and, you know... It's it's kind of less fun to be bound by the truth. Yes. Yeah. It's, yes. I, I'm bound by uh, entertainment and humor. Yes. In, in the theatrical <laughs> realm. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I like to be truthful. But all of a sudden, I realized I could kind of like fabricate stories on oh, stage. Yeah. It was like, whoa, yeah. this is extra fun. Oh. Yeah. Hell, I'm partially responsible for the dumbing down of America when I was a, when I was a tabloid supermarket tabloid writer. You you uh, and you published a book on some R- random fucking Random House published a goddamn book. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, uh, truth, 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 fiction. I don't know. Yep, somewhere in between. That's where that's where yeah. we live. Uh, yes. Somewhere in between. It is. It yeah. is. Um, so okay, uh, what is the film component of, of the show? The film component is we we have a because this is the third year. Yeah. There's a history to the ah. show, and so the the film component catches us up with how we got here, what's been going on, mm -hmm. and uh, honestly, you know, as I said earlier, Bailey's passionate about film. Yeah. He's really put a lot of time and energy into it, and I'm, he's really quite good. It's, it's well, he was supposed to be here today. Well, and he had to do a film job. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it's working for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, amazing. Uh, but uh, it's exciting to see that stuff because it looks good. And it's forced us to, uh, I'm not going to make any bold claims that I'm a good actor. Or, <laughs> or maybe uh, I'll leave the other people to speak for themselves. But it has forced us to try to be better actors. Yeah. You know, which is a beautiful uh -huh. thing. Uh -huh. so, what, do, you, do you play a character? I do. We all, we, it's, it's like a play. Yeah. It's a play with Bela has written this play. Who, who is your character? My character is me. Oh. But, but, <laughs> but as an elf, and in this current rendition, I am grumpy. Uh, and I am, oh. I'm a complainer, and I'm bad news. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh -oh. It's, it's something that uh, I'm assuming it'll be fun to enact. <laughs> yeah. It's been something in the past that TJ has had that character. Uh -huh. and, but this year... I get the mantle of the grump. Well, you don't. You, that's not really your nature, though. Well, no, but that's why it should be extra fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 But but in this in this grumpy state, when we get these visitors, and I mentioned uh -huh. Louis and Yeti and Pepe, but we also have Chervona. Oh. And and you know Chervona kicks it out of the park. Chivona is just glorious, beautiful energy. <laughs> so they come, and we also have the band Varelsa. I don't know if you've... Do you know I, I, I don't know them. Okay, beautiful music. Uh, started by Amy Hackinson, uh -huh. and uh, it's, it's Nordic-inspired. I think a lot of it is original, although some may be some Nordic traditional tunes. Uh -huh. And it's it's... You know, and when it comes down to it, I like to think of music as a spiritual journey. I think that mm -hmm. music connects with the spirit. So it's really, mm. it's it's beautiful music. Mm. So, and we have some unexpected guests. I'll, we expect them because <laughs> they're written into the script. <laughs> but we do have uh, the title, The Next Generation. We have Bela's son. Oh, we have wow. Bela's niece, Minta Hefker, who's a, a fantastic singer. Bela's son, Matthias. What, is, what, 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 what does Bela's son play? Bela's son is going to play piano. Wow. Yep. And we'll How old is he? He's 16. Wow. Yep. Minta is also 16. Uh-huh. We have, TJ has two kids. His son, Taylor, who I think is about 16, too, uh -huh. who plays clarinet and drums. And he plays a bunch of things, actually. Uh-huh. But I think in, in the show, he's going to play clarinet. And then Chloe, TJ's daughter, uh -huh. who uh, I know is a good singer. So a lot of singing between Minta and uh -huh. Chloe. Uh -huh. And so the next generation. <laughs> and I, won't, I won't say we're handing it off and going to retire, <laughs> but, but we're happy to have some folks in. They're 16? I th 
And I think uh, Chloe uh, might be like 15. And they talk to you? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I'm an uncle. Ah, there you go. <laughs> it's good being an uncle. It is excellent being an uncle. You're being right an about uncle, that. Yeah. Yes. I, I think you and I are in the same boat, Tom. We don't have any kids. Right. right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Have, have you found yourself sort of naturally falling into the uncle role occasionally? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's a great role. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And or grandpa. <laughs> I could follow. Well, I will eventually fall into that, yes. no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I like the uncle. You get to you get to have a good time with kids, then you go home. You go home. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> good. It's good. So all the all these guests show up. They've so been, is there a Santa figure, and uh, is he very large? Since you're elves, there's a reference to this mysterious jolly fellow in a red suit i see who got us to come but uh, he doesn't he's more you know he, we don't see him and we don't hear his voice but we feel him i see yeah i see yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh it's it's all this stuff is kind of appeals across the age span too so our yeah our humor is hopefully open to all so you have hip-hop <laughs> well, uh, the show has has yet to be finished. Yet. <laughs> there could be some hip hop in it. We got kids. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, if, if you have kids and you have hip hop, I get. Well, I'm gonna see. Maybe we'll we'll we're gonna meet soon and uh, formalize some arrangements that I've been making. I hope so. It's in a couple of weeks. Well, <laughs> you're you're right. It's coming right up. I feel the pressure. But uh, everything will be. Well cooked in time. That's good. Yeah. That's good. And well, it always is. We hope so. It always is. I, d I do hope that uh, I wasn't planning on hip hop yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they're 16. <laughs> it, it, it could be there. We'll just, we'll just find out. Yeah. <laughs> I also like musical adventure. Uh-huh. But, the, but in, the, in the larger theatrical sense... We, we'll follow the script. Yeah. 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 We, we recorded uh, Yeti, of course, on the same day that we're recording you. And uh, it was funny just uh, sitting here telling her about some of our adventures over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had a little catch-up there. Had a little catch-up, yeah. 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 Um, I'll just never forget uh, your CD release gig. I had written the piece for the Oregonian. I remember sitting around with you guys yep. in, 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 your, in your place. Yes. In Brooklyn. Yep. And um, and then I wrote the piece, which I didn't, which nobody liked. I liked it. Well, I thank you. I think we liked it. I think I think yeah. the editors didn't like it. They printed it. They did. That's what we liked. I got paid for it also. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then you had your what's the name of that place where you had the, the, that ballroom? The Adriana Hill Ballroom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Full. Full, and also what we didn't realize, a very sort of resonant space that's, yes that, that's hard to have clean sound in correct yeah and, and you you were very smart to have um uh lines of batucada open up for us yes yeah. which was generate a lot of excitement and then you can imagine there are about 50 people in that band yeah and then we were a trio yes <laughs> a violin cello and accordion Bela and i and gabe levitt and uh it was hard to go on after him. We yeah. kind of wondered if we did it the wrong, wrong way I around. Yeah. But I, you know, I I was new to Portland, and I didn't realize how rude the audiences were here. 
I wasn't used to that. Well, now, so you were coming from Baltimore? Yes. Are you telling me that there's a general politeness in the audience in Baltimore? Oh, much more than Portland. Um, um, that sounds right. great. Everything else in life is not, but... Baltimore gets, there's lots of stories <laughs> about Baltimore. Right, Yeah. right. But um, I was, I was, I, I, I became furious. I was infuriated at all these people standing over by the bar who wouldn't shut up. But you three, you three are playing, and it's beautiful, and I, I love it. And I, and they're they're standing over there yakking it up, yakking it up, yakking it up. I went over and I went walked over to them and, and yelled at them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> to, to no avail. No. To no avail. Some of them shut up. Well, we, well, we too noticed those. Yes. <laughs> Our good friends, they were, talking and having a glorious time. It's, uh, it, you know, it's part of history now. If we're going for history. Yeah, really. Were you, were you at the show at the Clinton Street Theater when Bela invited the audience to dance naked? No. He, he did, and two people did. <laughs> and, 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 and so that was. Were they guys? There was a guy and a girl. Really? Yeah. And then, wow. you know, we were kind of trying to play our music <laughs> and we were somewhat distracted, I think, <laughs> to put it euphemistically. <laughs> we managed to play the music. <clears throat> and this part that I love, one of us was in the bathroom afterwards and there were, there were two like young boys, like around 11 or 12. Yeah. And one of them said to the other, that was my first time. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that was, that was beautiful. <laughs> well, you, you know, you guys really uh, became a, a beloved band. People love you guys. We are so thankful for that. Yeah. yeah we are so yeah. thankful for that. Are there going to be more th three-leg gigs ever? Well, we're going to have these ones. Okay, you know, well, yeah. I know that. And then there'll be ones that follow after that. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. You know, the pandemic kind of I know. slowed things down a I little know. bit. I know, I know. And, uh, but uh, we love playing. Yeah. We, uh, I, I, it's fun to do. And also, I think there'll be more output, too, that also involves film because of Vela's passion oh, for yeah. film. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and that means a music video. Well, there is a potential music video, and yeah. there's also stories. You know, both Bela and I love telling stories, mm -hmm. and Bela's medium now for telling stories in, in a lot of ways is through film. So, and as I was saying about my fine acting chops earlier, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they could only get better. Yeah. I think my favorite three-legged torso performance was out at the Gorge. Out at the Gorge. Remind what's me. The, what's, the, what's the name of that, that big hotel out there? The, uh, the yeah. one in the, on the, yeah. on the, right on the Washington gorge. side. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you were facing... Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. You were facing uh, uh, east. Yep. And the audience was, was, was facing west. No, no, it was the other way around. And so the moon was behind you, and and during your performance, the moon rose. I, I do recall this. And it was yeah, yeah. magic. Yeah, it was yeah, magic. Yeah. I do recall People that. were yeah. totally blown away, and you guys did not know it. You, you didn't know anything we, about we it. We didn't know that that was part of the story. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was amazing that night. That was a beauty. I remember you also, you, were, you said really nice things about us. 
We we're not. Uh, we haven't played many New Year's Eve shows. Perhaps only one. Uh huh. But it was one that you were at. Uh huh. At uh, what's the ballroom on Russell Street in North Portland? Oh, uh, Wonder Ballroom. Wonder Ballroom. At yeah. the Wonder Ballroom. Yeah. And I I recall. You know, Bailey's a, a very theatrical performer. And yes. He, he was kind of Mick Jaggering it up there. <laughs> and uh, I also recall that although we had had a good sound check, the guy in charge of uh, onstage monitors had taken LSD and was not functioning. <laughs> well, well, we actually performed. <laughs> but you, you uh, I recall you saying, oh, you guys still got it. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, which is the, well, the what happened was that uh, it was the reaction of, of the young people. In the, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, early 20s, you know, because uh-huh. uh, I think you had to be 21 to get in or not, whatever. Yeah, you probably had to be but 21 But that was the in. thing that you, you, you know, you still, had, you still had it. We still could engage them. Engage them, yes, yep. exactly right. And I'm sure it's the same today. I think, it's, I think it is the same. I mean, yeah. I always find our music covers such a wide spectrum. Yeah. It's super playful, and we... Long ago, we kind of had this mantra to embrace art and entertainment. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. so I think we we do it pretty decently. Yeah. And so when you put us in front of people that don't know us, once right. we start doing the thing, they're like, right. oh, that's quite interesting. You I should, like that. You should do a gig where, you, you, the, the, um, where all of your bands play. Oh. Three-leg, Klesmocracy, and whatever else you have. That would be a lot of bands. It would be a lot of bands, but it would be a lot of fun. It would, it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, you, and it's a very wide age range. Between all those things. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. There's one band that's only had one gig yet, but I'm yeah? kind of thinking what could be its next, which is the Portland Klezmer All-Stars. Oh. Yeah. And that uh, was... A dynamite one show, uh-huh. and is that Jack Falk? Jack Falk is part of it. Yeah, yep. Michelle Alani, uh-huh. uh, Ralph Huntley. Oh yeah, Jai Tanzer. Ah, Andrew Liknikov. Really? Yeah. Uh, the bass player is uh, will probably be someone different because he moved out of town. Well, okay. Yeah, uh, but bass players are a dime a dozen. <laughs> I don't actually any any good bass player. It, 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 I'm going to pay more than a dime. Yeah, good bass players are are beautiful. I'm just kidding. I, I bass under, players. Yeah, <laughs> that was a bass player joke. That was a bass player joke. Speaking of bass players, yes. Do you know our bass player Bill Athens? No, but if you hum a few bars, I'll try to fake it. <laughs> of course, I know Bill Athens. He's he's a beautiful guy. Yeah, and he's yeah the be- additionally. He's a beautiful bass player. He's very, very capable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we feel lucky. I mean, we've had a, a long history of all good bass players. Yeah, and they don't explode like in Spinal Tap. We're, we're lucky for that because <laughs> we'd have to wear special garments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Bill's a delight to play with. I'm sure. So, yeah, yeah. you know. Playing He's playing with, with Yeti also. Plays with Yeti. Yeah. Um, I'm fair to say, I mean... He's got Trio Subtonic. Yeah. Which is a great band. It is a great band. Yeah. I mean, I kind of think... Bill I, don't, I don't think they've been too active since the pandemic, though. 
Well, I think they, they have they a gig coming up. Oh, good. Yeah, or they good. just had it. They have uh -huh. sometimes Dan Balmer is a frequent guest. Yes. Yeah, and that's yeah. a really not. I've seen that lineup, and it's yeah. really good. Yeah. 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 So I think uh, that Bill, there's there's almost no one that he hasn't played with. I kind oh, of yeah. The truth. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just terrific. Yeah. He gets the job done. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so... It would be great to see the three legs as a trio again, just for one show. See, that happens very occasionally. Yeah, but n but not with Gabe. It doesn't happen with Gabe. It happens. Uh, it happens with Bill. Ah. Yeah, which ah. we did a gig at the Coast in Astoria, at Carruthers, uh -huh. about a month ago. Yeah, and we had Minta Bela's niece sing uh -huh. with us too, and it felt like it was the trio, you know. Yeah. And. Yeah. What what kind of, what what vocals did she do? I mean, what songs did, did, did you do? She did La Vie en Rose. Oh yeah. She did this operatic aria O Mio Babino Caro. Uh-huh. She did A Misbehaving. Really? She did a few others. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she's I I don't she's a force. She she's huh. a young kid, but she's an she's a well-seasoned talent. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Well, we started playing with her when she was I think eight jeez yeah wow and she wouldn't put up with our our shit she she, she you try to joke around with her on stage and she she wouldn't put us down but she just like she just kind of like nod her head <laughs> <laughs> it was good it was oh fun. oh uncle courtney that's right <laughs> stop it uncle courtney that's right she, but you know in, in the delightful way that was also fun and funny. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So right. that women do. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, do you play every day? Pretty much. Yeah? I mean, I like to play. I like to play a lot. Yeah. And I, if I, life goes better when I get to play. Good. Yeah. And if I can. I really like to play in the morning before I have to do things, you know? Yeah. 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 And then it doesn't mean I'm not going to play later, uh -huh. but it just sets the stage for a nice day. Yeah. 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 Uh, are, are, are you rehearsing a lot for this show? I mean, it's, it's, not, it's tomorrow, right? <laughs> it's a little bit later. There will be a, a plenty of rehearsals. Okay. But, and then also... Baylor's director, I'm musical director, yeah. so my thing is also to make good enough charts that we can get the job done as efficiently as possible. So that's kind of what's going on these days. I'm making some hopefully good charts. Yeah. Charts. Yeah. Who taught you to read music? When I learned saxophone. Because I started on guitar. I know. Yeah. But when yeah. I, uh, it was Earl Minor, who, who's <laughs> a saxophonist and an accordionist. I didn't know it was an accordionist. Wow. He, he I, I hope he's still around. Yeah. But, uh, I took saxophone lessons with him, I don't know, for a, f a good few years. Mm -hmm. And then I learned to read music. But it's still, you know, I'm not going to say it's it's not my strongest skill. Uh -huh. But uh, years later, like, I don't know, 30 years later, I ran into Earl. He ended up having a, a shop in, in Northeast. Mm -hmm. And I found out that he was a fabulous accordion player, too. Wow. And that he had moved to New York to to get work as a saxophonist but i think his passion was playing the accordion wow yeah there's just not enough work for accordion not enough, no yeah. no certainly not yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so huh 
Read music. I'm all in favor, but Goodyear is a is a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, none of, none of, none of the three leg performances were were were, uh, were off the page. None of them were off the page, or all of them were. Off None the page? of them. No, they were all off the page. No, you didn't have you weren't you weren't reading music on stage. Yeah, that's what I mean. Off the page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, music. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. we definitely uh, have have tried to do that, and I I will say, more recently, occasionally I have I have used some music. Really? Yeah. Sort of depends on uh, what the music is. Yeah, but I always thought three leg was it was mostly Im improvised. Am I wrong? There is always improvisation. Yeah. And there's always solos. In in some sense, like like a jazz format. Yeah. It's it's less head solos head. Yeah. Sometimes there's more to the arrangement, but there is usually some sort of solo. And originally, well, our mission had free improv in it. Oh. Yeah. And oh. It, and it seems we wandered a little bit out of the free improv zone. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Did you like that? I loved it. Yeah. I, I, I love that yeah. stuff. You know, and that's also, it's a bit of a roll of the dice. Probably sure. sometimes it worked better than others. Yeah. 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 Was that in your meestering days? It was, uh, it was, po meestering was just Bela and I. Yeah. And free improv was where we got Gabe aboard, and there were some tunes uh -huh. that had like a, a free improv territory. Uh -huh. Bela had a tune, The Cat and the Rooster, that we had a loose spot. Uh -huh. I had a tune, The Awakened Somnambulist. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So those two, it was kind of structured. Okay, we get to this zone and we fool around and we'll get out of it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, uh, it, it's fun and I like rolling the dice, too. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you have to do that. You do have to do that. Yeah. It's true. You know, I'm, we're doing that right now. I'm, I'm I'm well aware. <laughs> Lucky seven. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um. So, uh, well, it's it's just great to see you, and and and, and uh, this the show, you know, sounds 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 really fun. You you're right. It it does sound fun. Is it one night? It's two nights. Two it's, nights. It's All a right. Saturday and a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I can't. I mean, I've told you about our other performers. I'm, I'm really, I love all these performers. Yeah. And you just interviewed Yeti. You know, Yeti's a yeah. force. Yeah. And um, it's exciting. This, you know, this mingling of theater and music. Yeah, and and, and film. Yeah. And film. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So it's interesting. When we did it last year, it's the first time we'd had film with it. Uh huh. And well, the film plays. We couldn't see it. Yeah, but but the film is really good. Bayless done a great job, and and I could tell, you know, that people are like, oh, th th it wasn't just a gratuity to have the film. It yeah. really is important, and it does yeah. it tells the story. So well, you guys always did wrote for film, but you didn't you didn't make the film. That's right. We we did some film soundtracks. Right. But we didn't make right. the films. Yeah. yeah. Huh. What what kind of film is, is films does Bela make? Well, uh, he's made, this is a, a film I really like his, of his called The Accordion Thief. <laughs> and and then you can find this one online. And uh -huh. It has two characters. One of them is me. <laughs> <laughs> and the other is the accordion. Well, I guess maybe it has two characters. <laughs> and the other is Bela. Uh, <laughs> and that's a, a, like a little short film. Uh -huh. He made, uh, when after we had done this first film, The Elves of Frostland, uh -huh. which... Uh, he was a director of, but we had different people filming it. Uh -huh. we, uh, we had Brian Thompson filming it. But we also 
made another. These are fairly long films. That first Elves of Frostland was about 50 minutes. Wow. Then we made a film around Mother's Day called M is for Mischief. Uh-huh. And this was uh, a story that Bela had written, and this had Storm Large as the band's mother. Oh, geez. Yep. <laughs> and we were mischievous kids going off to music camp, <laughs> and, and Storm's uh, boss at work mistreated her and we we try to get back him so this is a that's a film out on youtube that you can watch yeah and uh you know it's got like all these things it's got music and it's got goofy stuff Uh and it's got storm singing which you know storm is a storm's very powerful oh god yeah yeah. it's beautiful how capable she is oh Yeah. yeah, yeah 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 so i did the first tv story on her was that on the oregon art beat yeah you gotta yeah. see that one. Oh, it's one of my favorite stories. It's one of the. It's one of my favorite pieces I've ever done in any in any in any platform. I gotta see. Oh, it was it was yeah. great. It was great. It was like that's when she was doing her the thing at, uh, at, oh, at Dante's. Dante's. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, hopelessly devoted. That was the one, man. Where she's got a, got a knife in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hopelessly devoted to you. Ah, <laughs> she was she was something. That was great. <laughs> That's where I first found out that she she was she was multi talented because uh, when we shot that story, um, she was uh, they were in re- we shot a rehearsal also, yep. and she was sitting they were they were taking a break, and she's sitting there singing Lilac Wine, just uh-huh. by herself, uh-huh. and it was magnificent. Uh-huh. It was just the most beautiful thing, and I went, oh my God, she can do anything. She it's it's uh, yeah I think. Now people know she can do anything. Yes. But yeah. at one point, you know, they thought she was a fabulous rock singer. Oh, I know. Yeah. 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 Before, before she moved up here when she was in San Francisco. Yeah. That's all she did, I believe. Rock singing? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, and when, when she was singing at Dante, she was also, I think, she worked behind the bar some of the weeks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's, always, it's always great to work with her. It's kind of, yeah. yeah. she delivers the goods. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so do you. Well, yeah, but uh, one always, I appreciate that. I'll just leave it at that. Leave it at that, really. That. Take a fucking compliment, I'll Courtney. Say, Come on. Okay. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. It's a wrap. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having it's me, It's always Tom. great to see you. It's good to see you. We always have fun. We do. And um, I'll just end it the way we end all of these, by saying... That's entertainment. Da 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 da. <laughs> <laughs>